The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv slash education. Hi, everybody. My name is Dr. Nicola Cece, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Shelley Kurth. And together, Shelley and I have over 30 years of educational experience that we're going to try to put to good use today as we talk about tips and tools for staying sane in these times of unprecedented parenting. Specifically today, we're going to be talking about movement and the brain. Tell us more, Shelley. I have had so many parents ask me, um, what can I do to help my kiddo? Um, they're worried. Either they're, they're distance learning and they're feeling like uh, their kids are unengaged or they're going to school part of the time and not the whole time where school looks different and different levels of frustration and, and parents really wanting to be part of the, the, the learning for their kids. And I think they expect me to say, oh, get a tutor or try this online program. But what I really am compelled to say is, have your kids exercise, have them move throughout the day. Um, The evidence is just profound around learning and movement. Um, There's over 80 research studies that have documented the link between movement and improved learning. Movement is one of the very most effective ways to improve our brain function. Uh, It creates these new neural pathways in our brain, getting different parts of our brain to move together really improves attention, academic performance, behavior, memory, and so, so much more. Um, In fact, in one study, some uh, neuroscientists at Rockefeller University saw when when they did PET scans, those are those images of the brain that the parts of your brain that are the parts that you use for thinking and reasoning were 25% more active when they're doing a series of movements. I mean, that's pretty profound when you think that just by moving, you can get your thinking and reasoning parts of your brain to light up on those PET scans. So I would say children need opportunities to move so that they have those same opportunities to learn. Um, Nicole, why don't you tell us a little bit more? I would love to. And if you've watched our show before, it is no secret that I am the resident couch potato here on this series. Uh, I have a lot of excuses for why not to move, right? I'm too busy. Uh, I'm not an active person myself. How am I going to get my kid to move? Uh, The list of excuses is long. Nonetheless, Uh, I want to talk to you about some things that you can do in 15 seconds. And you know what? There are no excuses in the world for why you can't find 15 seconds in your day. As a matter of fact, maybe we'll squeeze some in here as you're watching. So taking just a tiny step back, I want to talk about the fact that anytime you move your body, little movements, you shift your energy, you shift the way that you're thinking. Uh, Shelly and I are both certified executive coaches. That means we work with CEOs and executive leaders um, around the nation. And this is one of those topics where the world of education collides with the world of executive leadership. When we talk about shifting your body to be more productive, to achieve greater results. So one of my favorite coaches and um, leaders in the field is a woman named Wendy Palmer. And Wendy Palmer has a great little trick. So Shelly and I live in Southern California. And when the sun is out, you can see the lizards on the rocks. And 
you know, as the sun comes out, lizards do these little things. Uh, Wendy calls them lizard push-ups. I don't know if that's their official name, but I like it. So lizards do this little up movement, right? Like where their chest goes up, they press up and their head goes higher. Well, do some with me. And just by doing this like lizard push-up, you're shifting the position that your body is in. Now think about your kid walking into their Zoom class, right? Like hunched over, I don't want to do math or whatever subject it is for your kid. And that sort of movement communicates in your body how you feel. So by just shifting your position, doing a lizard push-up, plus who cannot smile thinking about lizards doing push-ups. So just by doing some lizard push-ups, right? Like you shift your body and kind of the way you're walking into that space. There was a great research study that was actually done uh, about interviews and sort of doing this victory pose before an interview, helping you actually reduce enough endorphins to walk in with a more positive attitude. So again, something else your kid can do takes less than 15 seconds, right? Like hold this for a couple of seconds or hold kind of that like power pose, Shelly calls it just for a few seconds, it helps shift your thinking and move your body sort of forward into a more positive stance. Now, if you can spare more than 15 seconds and you're ready for the challenge, I'm gonna ask you to do 30 seconds to 60 seconds. Yep, going big here. Uh, I wanna talk to you about just some brain gymnastics is what they're sometimes called. Uh, And these brain gymnastics are all about taking the simple reflexes and these simple activities that even babies do, right? Think about like the grasp of your baby, right? You give them your finger, they grasp the finger. Well, that initial grasping that the baby is doing is what later turns into the ability to hold a pencil. All that fine motor work of like doing buttons, tying shoes, it all starts with just a simple grasp. And for kids that have a hard time uh, writing clearly, sometimes it can be really helpful to get one of those um, stress balls and just squeeze the stress ball to um, improve the strength in your fingers and, and get that increased function there. It also helps, again, just moving your body, any part of your body. When we say movement, we mean any sort of movement uh, helps develop that. Similarly, as a baby, your kid started to learn how to sort of move their head, right? And look at you and coo at you. Well, that same movement is the beginning movement of your eyes learning to read, that tracking. When a baby finds you, looks up at you and tries to find your face, that's the same eye movement that children need to develop in order to learn how to read. And so you can take uh, any writing utensil, right? So let's say you have a pencil like this and help your kid by making some movements and then following the pencil, right? That is building their eye muscles in order to become stronger readers, right? You can then kind of go like, how far, how how high can you look? How low can you look? can you do a figure eight uh, or an infinity sign, right? Like all of those things are ways to strengthen those muscles. Now, uh, when it comes to other sort of brain gymnastics, right? This idea of like, how do you move your brain? Uh, sorry, how do you move your body in order for your brain to be more effective? There are some... Uh, activities that we're actually going to link in an article that we came across that we really like. So the article is aimed at adults, but it shows you pictures of all these movements, a couple of which I want to talk about right now. But something that you can do that's really effective is something called cross crawls. That's when you take your right elbow to your left knee 
and then your left elbow to your right knee. Um, ideally do them standing. If you can't get your kid out of their chair, do 10 of those sitting down, right? You can also take the palm of your hand to the opposite foot and then the other way around. And those sort of things, it's called crossing the midline. It's basically connecting uh, your right hemisphere of your body with your left hemisphere and vice versa. It's just crossing over. That is a really powerful way. It's actually an exercise that's used often for people who've experienced strokes, right? And so not just great for kids, we also use it with executives because what we tell people is that every 15 to 30 minutes, you need to shift your body. Anything from a lizard push-up to some cross crawls that we were just talking about. You can do high knees. My son loves just doing snow angels on the carpet and breathing in every time he goes to the top and breathing out every time he goes down. Again, you get that added benefit of filling your airs with lungs that gives you a general like sense of well-being by breathing deeply. You can set it to music, turn on the radio, dance it out a little bit. You know, my son has his favorite songs. And we do this, honestly, multiple times every single day. So even your resident slacker can figure out how to fit in 15 to 30 seconds. I have high hopes for you. But if you're more ambitious, uh, Shelly, let's actually hand it over to you because you're going to talk about something a little bit longer than 30 seconds, right? <laughs> Well, little, you know what? Actually, I agree with Nicole in this case. It doesn't have to be a long time. If you get little bits of movement throughout your day, you're doing your brain and your body a favor. Um, one of my one of these research um, reports that I read that really intrigued me is a, a bunch of sixth graders in Texas. They took a, a couple of groups. One of the groups, they had exercise for 30 minutes every day, and one of the groups, they didn't. And the one that did the 30 minutes of exercise a day had much greater academic success. Another study that along the same lines, they had kids walk for 10 minutes a day before school. And the outcomes for reading were very significant, significantly improved. That's with not, we're just talking about walking or just some sort of form of exercise a little bit each day. And I know you're thinking, well, my kids have pee at school. Hopefully they do. But a little bit of that, of moving every day, even if it's just walking to school, is going to improve um, you, the way your kid's brain and body are working together. Um, in fact, in these tests, they're seeing not only are their academics improving, but their test anxiety, their anxiety levels are improving. So there are some really great reasons to keep yourself moving for little or longer amounts of time. Um, I would say some of these examples that, of things that you can do around the house are to have things like hula hoops and jump ropes around, um, or those stilts, those block stilts that are, you know, imagine the cans with the strings in them that kids walk on. These kinds of things, especially if you pair them with some academics. So doing math facts while your kids are, are walking on these stilts or reading a story for your child while they're uh, hula hooping, you're getting them to have different parts of their brain firing together. And again, you're building those new neural pathways. Anything rhythmic. So doing something to music or even marching and clapping at the same time. Again, you're engaging different parts of your brain together. 
building those pathways, dribbling a ball. You have balls around your house, have them dribble with one hand, then the other, and then both at the same time. Again, using both of those hemispheres of your brain. One of my favorites, hopscotch. Um, it gets your your body going out and in and then out and in while you're hopping. And again, it's engaging both of those sides of the body. Tennis, cross-body movements, getting them to do some tennis. I'm saying all this to say it doesn't have to be a long time, but if you can integrate this kind of movement throughout your day, if you can coordinate this movement with some sort of academic work, whether it's just a conversation, in fact, about something, getting kids to move while they're thinking in different ways, you will have greater results. And those results might be things that you can see like sitting still for longer. But those results might be things that take a little longer for you to notice, like greater reading, or maybe just enjoying school more. Um, That brain and the body is connected. Get your kiddos moving as much as you can. Nicole. Absolutely. You know, I couldn't agree more on this. The research is so clear. Movement matters. Whether you can do the recommended 30 minutes of aerobic exercise, Whether you do a 10-minute walk around the block or you just do 15-second chunks of just moving a little bit, Uh, here's your homework assignment. Pick six of these, right? Like pick any six. And they can be six that take you 15 seconds. They can be six that take you 10 minutes. And just write them down. Put a number next to each of them from one to six. And then get a die um, and roll the dice and or roll the die and figure out which one you're going to do for that day. You can take the mystery uh, or put the mystery into it, right? Not take the mystery out of it, but take the hard work out. Just sort of roll and see what lands and just do it. Just do it. Uh, the the brain has a thing called neuroplasticity, means that it reforms and rewires itself to grow. So it's not too late whether your kid is three years old or whether they're doing it with a grandparent who is 80 years old, get moving, connect that brain and have some fun doing it. Cut yourself some slack, laugh at yourself. And again, we've all got 15 seconds. So do your lizard push-ups right now and have a good day. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye.